everybody. It is the Ales and Tales podcast. We are jumping into another episode. Uh, normally we can tell if I've had a beer before and in a previous episode when we're recording a sep- second episode because I just get weirder in my intros. Anyway. And then you can tell if he's done two episodes before that and had a beer and a beer before that. That's right. Because then I get all jumbled and stumbled. Jumbled and stumbled. All I can, right. I can drink to that. We're going to do something a little different. Uh, this is an early time of year to be doing this, but we're going to review a pumpkin ale. I'm amazed that a pumpkin ale is even out and available this early. <laughs> They've been out for like two months. That's crazy. I thought they didn't normally <laughs> come out until like September. They're, they're taking the Christmas marketing strategy. Yeah, no, Walmart Christmas starts in July. It's like, what the? Oh, before that, man. It starts sure. in June. Uh, okay, so today we are going to review the Blackstone Brewing, which is a Nashville Brewing Company's pumpkin ale. Pretty simple. It's an ale brewed with pumpkin and spices. I am a fan of pumpkin ales, so I bet I will probably like it. I don't think I've ever had the Blackstone pumpkin ale. I'm uh, looking forward to hearing what you think. Mm-hmm. All right, so Ben is looking up some info, and Andy, you want to talk about the bottle? I do, yeah, sure. It's it's five point one percent alcohol. That's that's listed on the side of the bottle. Uh, it's got a pumpkin on it. <laughs> so, amazing. Who would have thought? Amazing. Who would have thought? It's very obvious. Pumpkin ale is probably the largest thing on the on the the glass bottle, larger than the Blackstone logo. So it's bit. orange, as you'd expect, and that is what it is. Comes in a six pack only, six pack, twelve ounce bottles. So I didn't realize they've redone the label since previous years. They've got the new brewery in the picture since they've lo- changed locations. They used to be down on what, like West End, mm-hmm. and now they're out towards the Nations, which is more West Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of went from right next to downtown to, to further out west and got a new location. And looks like they've redone a lot, actually. That's huh. a new label for Blackstone, I they've think. They've got huge pumpkins in front of their brewery, I'll tell you that. Yeah, right? <laughs> you got a pumpkin patch in front of their brewery. The size of those pumpkins, man. Ooh, ooh baby. <laughs> 2312 Clifton Avenue. Yeah, their website doesn't have a whole lot. It's pretty uh, lackluster website. Not to, you know, it kind of show the awards they've got at the uh, GABF, which I like. Um, but as far as getting like any information on the brewery, there is none. Was was Blackstone uh, the one that was down on Front Street, like right on the... No, it was a restaurant that was on West End. So right, if you're going up Broadway and you take that left onto West End, they're kind of right down up the hill from the Pizza Hut. It's oh, right down up the hill. Yeah, like you pass the Pizza Hut, and then you kind of go up the hill, and they're right there on the right. It's uh, very right across from Marigos. Okay. Yeah, very close oh, to the split. Right across the street right. from Marigos. Okay, so when we first, when Stacy and I first moved here, I remember going there. I was like, hey, brewery, and we mm-hmm. stopped, and it was pretty good. Man, but, they had some smoked Gouda grits that were out of this world. Yeah, they were so good. I believe the ownership was somewhat split between the restaurant side and the beer side. Yeah. And I believe we lost the person that was Stephanie. Handling, yeah, the restaurant side. So huh. um, the, she, the physical yeah. brick and mortar. I believe she was, passed from cancer several mm, years oh, wow. ago. Cause they did, I remember they did Stephanie's Fight, which is a little mini fundraiser. And they always had Stephanie's Double, which is their, she always loved a, a Belgian Double. And uh, or Double or however you want to say it. And it was really good. That was the first time I realized how beer could be aged, I think, when I went to Stephanie's fight. It was right up the hill from where you and I used to work. It was right up the farmer's yeah. market. And so this guy walked up to me randomly. was like, hey, this is in 2012. He's like, hey, do you want a Stephanie's Double from 2002? Why, yes, I do want to land a sample that Stephanie's Double that's a decade old. <laughs> I didn't know that could be done. Let's try it out. And it was amazing how much it had changed and... Um, how much the Belgian candy sugars had really kind of come out and beer darkened up a little bit. And granted, it was ten years old. The uh, about knocked the table over. It, it was ten years old, so 
Um, it could have just been a slightly different brew, you know, mm. for the color variation because it was a lot darker. And I was like, oh, wow, you can age beers over time and they can change. I'm going to have to start trying this out. That's when I kind of started. And thus Ben's entire closet addiction where he's got a whole closet so That's kind of where beer. it started, sort of. It was a couple of years after that, but that's kind of was the, the, the seed that was planted. Was it a pumpkin so. seed? Uh, Sure. That was a terrible transition. The watermelon seed, I swallowed it and took years and it finally grew. Ah. So, I don't remember any beers that stood out to me from back then. But I only went a couple of times. Their St. Charles Porter is pretty legit. Okay. It's pretty damn... I don't have that often anymore, but it's pretty damn good. So, you guys had mentioned something I didn't realize. Because I also thought Yazoo was the oldest brewing, brewing company here in Nashville. But apparently Blackstone is. Based on a couple of years. Okay. So they say. I was not aware of that, uh, and, and unfortunately, I've not given Blackstone much attention other than that time that I said brewery, and we stopped in, and mm-hmm. that was it. All right. I'm excited to try it. I've, I've probably had like 10 times the Azu beers versus the Blackstone beers. Let's dig in. Pumpkin in yeah. August. Pumpkin can go you know, either way. You get some that are really sweet. You get some that are more you know, spice like a good pumpkin pie mm-hmm. that's you know, got that sweet element to it maybe, but it's not sweet, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, a lot of those they just go overboard for me. Like I'll get some that you know. Of course, I had one the other day. I said it was a chai stout, and it was straight up pumpkin ale. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of the same spices, nutmeg and cinnamon and and whatnot. So there's not much head on this. Andy didn't get any almost. That's kind of weird. As you poured around the table, like yours just was just beer. Well, we all have different shaped glasses. Mm, I definitely get the spice that that kind of oh, nutmeg right off the rim. Immediately nutmeg. That's, that's, that's nice. A, that's a that's a a drop of nutmeg. Man, that's intense. I get a little cinnamon, but I get nutmeg. This is a nutmeg ale. Okay, so Christmas cookies. My, yeah. my mom used to make these sugar cookies. Brown sugar and cinnamon and nutmeg. And... Yeah, the ones she made were basically, it was like, it basically was powdered sugar that she would whip and then form into a star and then it would puff up in the, in the oven. So it became like almost crystalline and hard. And it had nutmeg on top of it this smells sweet like those cookies and then that this that man that is some serious nutmeg it's like somebody just walked by me mm-hmm. took a can of nutmeg and just dumped it in this glass <laughs> like the cinnamon challenge but the nutmeg challenge yeah oh <laughs> eat a eat a mouthful of ground up nutmeg what is a nutmeg do you tell me i'm feeling it I'm is a nut, oddly enough but i don't know what kind it's just like it's it's what's weird is if you actually you can get whole nutmeg and it yeah. looks like it's a big old seed and you have to that's what i did just grind shave it. it yeah use a little shaver uh, I'm not really familiar as to what it comes from. Fresh ground, you don't need, if you're using fresh ground nutmeg, you don't need, like, one of those, to, like, they come in a whole thing and you get, like, eight of mm-hmm. those, you know, nutmegs, and you need, like, one to last you, like, five years. Yeah. Because you need, like, it's strong. scrape, scrape, and you're done on most dishes, if you use it. All right, so, nutmeg is the seed of ground sp- or ground spice of several species of myristica. It's a dark-leaved evergreen tree. Oh, cool. It's an evergreen. Interesting. Um, I never knew that. Derived, uh, so it is cultivated for two spices derived from its fruit, nutmeg and mace. So mace is from the seed covering, and nutmeg is the seed. Hmm. As in pepper spray? Uh, no, different. I think it's different mace, like the cooking spice mace. Hmm. I'm not see, familiar with it. You don't, see, you don't mace. see that like, ma- like mace, like as in like I don't the think Spanish word for um, corn? Maze. Not, not maize. Mace. 
You yeah. know, uh, I will Ma- say mace like one of those medieval things you swing ah. around like ball on chain on stick. That's right. That's ball on chain on stick. That's yeah. what it's meant. Like Add it. spikes and it's a morning star. I think it is. It is. It is uh, fair that to sniff the bottle as well because it's the yeah. only. Let's try it. It's the only. It's the only package it comes in. It. I just stuck my nose all in it's, it. It's. I think I get more pumpkin out of the bottle than I do the glass. Is I it just made anything out of the pumpkin right now? Maybe that's just allergies, but I oh, love is. the smell. Yes, it's very, very. Yeah. It's very. Warm and I'm ready for it, which is why I believe this came out two weeks ago, not two months ago. Um, Sam Sam Adams Oktoberfest was just launched uh, this week, Um, (laughs) so it's just that that those fall beers that people look forward to. Seems so early to me. Well, you know they sell well, and so they want to increase the time, and it's probably they probably realize they sell better when it's a little warmer out, when it's colder out, possibly, or who knows. I think it's also just it's just the 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 battle for first. Depends on when pumpkins come in season that year. Let's you know. let's just say that um, three to four years ago, somebody had an Oktoberfest. It's called Shiner. Shiner's Oktoberfest came out two <laughs> to three weeks before Sam Adams did, and then they're gobbling up all these sales because they're realizing people have been chomping at the bit to have a fall beer because it's been hot and yeah, sure, whatever. But they want to have something different. They're sick of the seasonal summer and summer beers, so they they grab that. So then, you know, maybe Sam Adams goes, whoa, 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 we want to release. Two weeks prior, and then there was like this battle. It's like when you see gas stations and that's across how you the street. Get Christmas engine, right? It's <laughs> how you see like a gas station across the street from another gas station, yeah. across the street from another gas station, because everyone wants to be first. So to continue to delay the gratification of drinking this beer <laughs> and build the suspense Speak for yourself, I've already been sipping. Ah, oh, you bastard! I have a question. Yes. Does it ruin the uniqueness of a seasonal beer if they keep doing that crap? Because to me, it does. Uh, yeah. It can't get any sooner than it is. It better not. It's like pumpkin pie. I look forward well, to pumpkin pie in the Thanksgiving season. season. Yeah. Well, pumpkin I bought season. I bought this last week uh, when Nashville was twenty degrees colder than it should have been in August, <laughs> and it was perfect. That pumpkin. So cheers. Tastes right. It yeah. t- that's good. That is. Uh, you do get the nub. I mean, it's it's a lot like. Actual pumpkin pie. Oh, wow! It's not overly sweet. It's not sugary. It's beer with the right level of spices to make it taste like pumpkin pie. Uh, Mike, I, Mike, your face. As far as pumpkin beers go, <laughs> this is spot on for me. Wow! I can't tell if that's good or bad. That Mike. is a spice beer. Yes. Holy crap! Mm-hmm. That is a lot of spice. It's the right amount of cinnamon where it's present, but it's not overpowering. Mm. I think that nutmeg definitely takes. Uh, Forward, have a the beer. Have a gulp more than a sip, and I think you'll get less spice. Oh, yeah, you get that, that makes sense. White, yeah, I get almost zero pumpkin. I get all the spices that would make a pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. I get the pumpkin without the pumpkin. I, I get a little bit of the pumpkin. I'm really that subtle background. I mean, this pumpkin pie a lot of times tastes a lot like just spice, but you do because a, a lot of the pumpkin pie is the texture. A lot of the pumpkin pie is the mouthfeel of the pumpkin. You know, spice. Okay, first off, this is really good. I would almost call this a fall spice beer mm. and not a pumpkin beer. See, I, I'm going to disagree 100%. That is straight up classic what a pumpkin beer should be. It tastes like pumpkin pie. Like you definitely, I definitely get the pumpkin out of it. There's a lot of spice, yes. But I get the pumpkin background to it. Okay. It's, it's the medium for the delivery of the spice. So as a fan of baking and as a fan of, of cooking and all of these different things that you can do with foods and whatnot, 
as a fan of coffee, same kind of thing. What I want is the main ingredient to be the main flavor. So spices were always meant to Light, be... Life's not fair. Fair enough. <laughs> By being not fair, that's fair enough. Uh, no, you, you understand what I'm saying, though? If 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 the main ingredient is to be the you main want ingredient... Pumpkin to slap you in the... You want a mace made out of a pumpkin to beat you over the head. <laughs> With a sprinkle of its nutmeg. That's seed. right, and you got that. You got those cinnamon spikes, and you got that Morningstar mm. combo. That's a good way to describe it. Yeah, I think the main ingredient should always be the focal point, and spice is always meant to be a complement. This, to me, the spice is the main ingredient. If there's pumpkin, it's definitely the complement, mm. and I don't get it. And I, again, I'm not picking on the beer. And I'm not. I'm picking on the name of what this is called. Yeah, pumpkin ale. I don't see it. What seasonal spice okay. ale? Absolutely. What see it. pumpkin beers have you had that you like better? Oh, don't put me on the spot. I got the memory of a freaking carrot. That's a great question. I'll let you think. By I'll talk while you're thinking. You don't have to listen to me. Not that you normally do anyway. It's a different <laughs> experience out of a bottle. You're not getting the nose of the spice. You're getting all the beer. So. Yeah, I would recommend. I would recommend going to the bottle if you can. You're not gonna. I'm trying to make sure that you get the best experience. Is I'm how it's intended. Sip the bottle and see how it does. Well, pour you guys yourself some more. Leave me a little bit, and I will. <laughs> pumpkin. Remember pumpkin. Pumpkin was good with that. We, we did, did a double, double episode, review. Yeah. We did an imperial and regular. That was pumpkiny, more than spicy. We'll have to have this is spicy, side, maybe more than pumpkiny. Again, I'm not picking on it. I really like this, but I don't like the name of it. The B word. This should be a nutmeg. Come, come cussing in here, that B word. Talking about butts. Didn't your mom teach you right? <laughs> okay, so from the bottle instead of from the glass. Yes. Like a man drinking a pumpkin beer. With my pinky in the air. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta be this pumpkin beer. It's fancy. I don't have the pinky in the air. Any different? It tastes like a nutmeg milkshake. Mmm. It's nutmeg milkshakes taste we, fucking delicious. I would agree with this. Uh, it's it's like five percent to ten percent pumpkin, twenty percent beer, and then the rest is nutmeg, cinnamon, clove. That's mm -hmm. it. I would say I agree with you, but I, so you get the pumpkin if it's five ten percent pumpkin. <laughs> I didn't get say pumpkin. there's no. Did I say there's no pumpkin? You said you got no pumpkin from this. Okay, fair enough. It's very very light. <laughs> it's there though. I'm glad you remember that, Ben. Because I didn't even remember that. It's <laughs> memory of a carrot. <laughs> that, I'm telling you, dude. I do. It's. It's. I have terrible memory. If it's not something, not I not even need, a fucking goldfish. If I don't need to retain it, I don't retain it. Mm. So we on a past podcast, we had a new Glarus, new Glarus beer. Mm -hmm. The first script of word was fun. I think this beer is fun. I would agree. How can you not like nutmeg? It goes on cappuccinos. Mm -hmm. I love nutmeg. My wife it goes on pies. It goes on cookies. It goes on ice cream. Mm. Nutmeg is great. It's a great flavor. This ever, really is a great flavor. Have I ever made you any Moravian uh, sugar cake? No, but it sounds like you're about to because I'm going to hold you to that. Ooh, I don't know about about to. It's a labor of love. I mean, Christmas season's coming up. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. I'm not worth the labor of love. Well, you are. Oh. You just got to understand if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Like for multiple people all at once, so I gotta have like a lot of loves to live. Good, I'll for. be your. I'm your catalyst. I am right. now your excuse for making it for a lot of people. I'm all curious. Right. But it's it's got <laughs> nutmeg in it on top of it. It's a 
It's delicious. I mean, it's it's potato bread with a shit ton of butter and sugar, brown sugar, pretty oh, much. Threaten me with a good Cinnamon, time. Cinnamon, nutmeg, good stuff. Oh yeah. So I back to the pumpkin ale here. Um, I have several thoughts. Pumpkin buzzword, buzzword for beer, right? Think about the other beers right now. Oktoberfest. How many Oktoberfests don't taste like Oktoberfests, but say Oktoberfest? I have yet to taste in October. Great point. <laughs> this is so. This is where I, I think. Uh, you ever ate dry leaves before? <laughs> that surprises me, Mike. This smells like tastes like dry leaves. Yeah, it's. Um, I I've had some pumpkin owls that maybe taste like more like pumpkin, but then the beer and the pumpkin just doesn't work. There's got to be a reason why this combination is what it is. In my personal opinion, I think that th- okay. This is one of my favorite. Pumpkin owls. I'm not going to pretend like I like 12 of them. Mm-hmm. I've had several where I'm just going, hey, this is one of my favorite. My other favorites are, I believe, the original pumpkin owl, which is pun- pumpkin owl by Dogfish. P-U-N-K-A. Yeah, by Dogfish Head. This is like the pumpkin with more spice. That was the original? That's what they will say. Hmm. Interesting. I believe it. They're yeah. innovative and Absolutely. fresh. And now I'm curious to try that with it. Yeah, so that's a, that's another really good one. That one's 7%. Okay. This is 5.1. So this is a little bit smoother. probably 15 bucks for a little four-pack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's expensive. It's dogfish head, but it's yeah. worth it. Quality. Uh, I've not had a bad dogfish head. You know, buy value. So I is it accurate to the name? Maybe. Is it a great beer? I think so. Mm. And I think that for every year when this comes out, I'm going through the summer beers or the gozas or the whatever, and I'm just needing a drastic slap to the, slap to the face change. And this just screams fall and welcome to the holidays for me. Mm. So heavy nutmeg, sure, but I think it's necessary. <laughs> necessary nutmeg. Necesito. All right, let's give it a rating. Yeah, I was going to say I, I was talking like I was giving a rating, which... Uh, finish it up. Finish your rating. Up. Yeah, for me... Um, on the pumpkin beer scale, nine point five out of ten. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm I'm pretty riding on your coattails on that one. Uh, for pumpkin beers, this is about as good as it gets for me. There's too many out there. I realize they get a very, they're either too sweet or they get a soapy taste to them. Mm-hmm. I find a lot of pumpkin beers you get almost like a soapy quality to it. Like it kind of like maybe it's the beer and the pumpkin not mixing, like you said, Andy. Of it, something's just not right and. Every now and then you come across a really good one, and it's a really good one. Uh, Sons Brewery. I was just talking about them all fair a second ago. His pumpkin beer, phenomenal. And here they go, and they get all like little mini pumpkins. That's where a lot of breweries, I think, mess up. They get the big pumpkins. Mm-hmm. You need those little baking pumpkins and use those for, for the pumpkin beer. So they get those, and they hand do them. And he, I mean, he was telling me, he like, he's like, oh, yeah, I, I go to the, the grocery store and just get the ground-up spices and use those, and it came out. I'm like, you went to Kroger and you got some Kroger spice and it came out this damn good. That is talent. That is like raw skill, being able to take crap ingredients and make it taste fantastic. Uh, I've actually heard a similar story. I forget what brewery it was, but one one brewmaster went out and smoked the pumpkins and smashed them and caramelized this and it was... He put his heart and soul into it, and then the next year didn't, and everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, this is what'd you do this for? This is so much better." And it, it was exactly what you're saying. <laughs> That's like, man, I fucking hate every single one of you. Kind of. My, my least favorite. But thank you. Yes. My least favorite paintings that I've ever done are the ones that sold the quickest. 
It's, uh, I think art for the artist is more of a yeah. labor, again, labor of love well, it's, versus, I don't know. Your, words, your, like your, your favorite thing could be strawberry shortcake, but you don't go fishing with it. <laughs> Why are you laughing? That's, from, that's actually from uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. He talks about yeah, the guy when he's talking about catching other people, you know, bringing other people in. My favorite food is strawberry shortcake, but the fish weren't eating it, so I quickly learned to use worms. But if you're trying to sell it, you go with what other people like, not what you like. Which, yeah. for me, my whole life, I've always kind of felt that way. Like, my taste, what I've liked, it's always been left to center, so to speak. It's not been the mainstream. There's generally a lot of things like, oh, this is really good, and everyone loves this. And I'm like, eh, yeah, no, I'm good. White Claw. Fucking people love White Claw. It's garbage. I say that, I've never actually had it. Then how is it garbage? Because <laughs> it's just seltzer. <laughs> I don't like regular <laughs> seltzer water. Like, I'm probably not going to like it with a weird alcohol taste behind it. Oh, that's funny. I had my first it's, truly it's the other garbage. day. It's garbage. Have you had it? No. I'm being full disclosure. It's, it's seltzer, though. It's, you know, how good could it actually <laughs> be? It's like the opposite like page of Ben's mind. Here's my title. It has nothing to do with the substance of the actual article. <laughs> well, you take, take it. Speaking of just advertising and putting it out there, I mean, and catching people is what is what is media advertising do? Clickbait. Yeah, that's the clickbait for you. So I guess I am blessed in the fact because I'm I, I've never fully read that book. I've tried three different times. I skipped a lot of it. Like you realize, so you, like you read it and you realize a lot <laughs> of the because I've never read it. <laughs> a lot of the stories, no. A lot of the stories are it was like, garbage. I never read it. They give a lot of examples that are just the same thing over and over. So you read the the first like chapter. You read the first story. You read the last story, and you read the principal, and you skip like the three or four stories in between because it just saves you time. It's such a good book. It, it teaches you everything about the middle of the book and the first few paragraphs. Yeah. <laughs> There's a no. I, mean, there I was, own the a, book. I, it's somewhere there's here a on couple chapters page. that are dynamite. There's a couple chapters that made me go, "Oh shit, okay." While drinking a beer by the pool to tie it back into beer, <laughs> that actually was. I, I had an epiphany moment at the pool. Went on Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon. It just got done raining, so nobody was at the pool. Sun came out. It was two hours on a Sunday. Me, a beer, my book, nobody else in paradise it was amazing and I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm reading how to win friends finishing it up. Mm-hmm. I actually finished it that day and I got to one chapter towards the end it was talking about just you know giving people an, an expectation to live up to oh you're always so good at that uh, this thank you very much. and like they're talking stories about people like they were horrible at and they're like oh you're always so good at this thank you so much and so people feel the need to strive to be better at that because they mm-hmm. want to please people and I'm like that was a little epiphany moment for me in my job and my workplace of getting guys to do things that they need to be doing and they're not. And so it was drinking a beer and had that aha moment. It was beautiful. Very cool. So back to the review of this beer. <laughs> you were uh, saying- yeah, I was saying like 9.8 out of 10 for you know for pumpkin beers. It's rock solid for me. Hmm. All right. So no pressure, Mike. If it was rated as a pumpkin beer... Mm, I know you're going to this one. I would give it a five or a six out of ten. Ouch! Because I get almost no pumpkin. If I was to give it a rating as far as a beer in general, I'd give it an eight out of ten because I think it's very unique and it's got great flavor. It's smooth. It's creamy. It doesn't have a bite. It's not too sweet. It's not bitter. It's a great beer. It's got a ton of flavor and it's good flavor. 
if it was labeled as a seasonal beer, a it, fall beer specifically. It's kind of like a kind of like a winter warmer. You'd like a fall spiced beer. If this was a spiced beer, fall spiced beer, I would give it a ten out of ten. So I think due to the naming of it, it messes with me. When I think if this was a coffee stout, you know what I want to taste? Coffee and there you go. Roast malt. If this was a uh, tangerine IPA. You know what I want to taste? Grapefruit. No. <laughs> no. Almost had you. Yeah, you did. Almost had you. I want to taste tangerine. But if this was a pumpkin beer, I want to taste pumpkin. And I really don't. We but again, it's, it's a great beer. I don't get the pumpkin. Mm, we come to that a lot of misrepresentation of, you know, your, your, the lettuce isn't less. How you Welcome lettuce the to plate. the entire world we are we are a planet full of misinformation because of marketing i <laughs> are you damn marketers i my my career is literally to remove marketing from people's minds get off my ads you marketers it, seriously it's horrible marketing messes with people's minds yeah that's the whole point of it it would make me buy this because it was a pumpkin ale and then i would be disappointed because mm. i paid money for a pumpkin ale because I'm the kind of guy that looks at the market marketing of it, and I want to know, I want to know what I'm getting. So when that happens, do you write the company and ask for your money back? No. Then quit complaining. However, I am the guy. That <laughs> I would I would write to them and go, "Why did you choose this label? Mm. Why did you choose this name? Why don't you call it this? What percentage of pumpkin would you say you taste in this?" I'm curious, not to be a dick, but because I'm. Genuinely curious. So going back to the whole how to win friends and influence people thing, this is actually from another book, but it ties in great. And this is just a little life knowledge, just little nuggets being sprinkled on top of the packed podcast for all you listeners out there. Mike's looking Ben's, at me like Ben's oh, pouring dude. his nuggets on you, folks. I'm pouring my nuggets on you. He's forcing all, his all nuggets those, on all you. All those those nutmeg <laughs> nuggets are are getting dropped when, when asking questions to company whoever else what and how. So why is accusatory? Why mm-hmm. raises the alarm? Why why are you doing this? It's like whoa whoa man, what are you doing on me? But what or how? You know mm-hmm. what, what led to you doing this? How did this come to be that you're, you're you're doing this? Get a lot better response. I would agree with that. I still believe that why is the most important word in our entire language. Well, then you go to uh, why, you know start with why. You got to have a purpose. Why is the purpose? Why is not only the purpose, but why will also. And you want to find out why by asking what and how. I want people emotional. Mm. Because when people are emotional, their true self comes out. Well, and therefore, when you get them, when you ask them why, pe- people even if they're defensive, their true self is going to be People aren't logical, they're biological. The limbic brain kind of runs off of emotion. That what forms your, your opinions and your, your motivations. And it's not something you can necessarily put into words, but it's, it's, it's what causes action. Which is why I buy a lot of beer, because my limbic brain goes, Mmm, <laughs> beer. Beer makes happy. <laughs> yes! That works. I like it. Well, shit. I, I, this is a good beer. Honestly, if you guys get a chance to pick it up. If you're in the Nashville market or if they distribute, when you see Blackstone Pumpkin, we have had a couple of beers. Uh, yeah, if they if they do distribute to your area and you can get a Blackstone Pumpkin Ale, buy it with the understanding. Oh, I just got the air bubble in the throat. That Mike the doesn't party. taste pumpkin, even though he's a super taster. With the understanding that you're going to get a ass ton of spices and they're all great spices with very little pumpkin mm. so don't be don't be undersold you should buy the beer don't be <laughs> oversold by what it's called it's not a pumpkin slap in the face no it's not but there's pumpkin it Eddie, what do, you, do you get pumpkin of course there you go what percentage 
Doesn't matter. No. Okay. Let me ask you. Okay. So side question. Why is it always pumpkin? Why isn't it like squash beer? Ooh, that probably actually be pretty good. Like, I mean, acorn squash is fantastic. Zucchini bread, zucchini bread, or yeah, that has nothing to do with sweet potato pie. Kind of tastes like pumpkin pie. Yeah. Be good. And egg, zucchini bread. Okay, now that you mention that, a zucchini bread beer beer would be fantastic. Yes, it would. I don't know. I mean, you got to boil the zucchini. You got to figure like. You gotta the, get the zucchini flavor into the beer, so do you boil it? Okay, so the beer is so like? the beer gives you the bread aspect automatically if you use the right types of yeast. So you can have the bread part. There's already banana beers with Hefeweizens, which have that banana-y flavor. So you could get banana bread beer pretty easy. How how would you do the zucchini bread? Because well, you that I mean, would be That's why you always see vegetable beers and not. Or I'm sorry, fruit beers and not vegetable beers. I mean, fruits have higher sugar content. They use that to help brew with the mm-hmm. yeast and eat up and create alcohol. I don't know how vegetables really do and that's probably why you don't see them i think you're thinking too hard you sell this and you call it uh excuse me zucchini bread beer (laughs) (laughs) that's all you do here's the answer it tastes like this and then you say zucchini bread beer and then people go huh oh mike's actually pointing to the bottle when i was speaking about vegetables i'm pretty sure pumpkin's a fruit it has seeds okay well i mean by that so does zucchini so squash aren't there's all the seeds on the inside so, uh, so a pumpkin fruits. is a squash. It's in the squash I family. I was confused about some of those, like tomatoes. Tomatoes are fruit, yeah. The first thing that pops into my mind is one of my favorite meals growing up was acorn squash. We would take I hate it. acorn squash. How did you have it cooked? Oh, I don't know. Go ahead and continue. Let's get back to the beer. Uh, you never had it before, right? I've had acorn squash plenty. <laughs> I I've hated it. It was terrible. I've had never acorn had squash it. in a nice restaurant alongside octopus, and I still didn't like it. Okay. So we would take the acorn squash and cut it in half from top to bottom. Or from, uh, uh, horizontally, so you have a top and you have you a bottom. You don't even know. So you don't even know. Like we did it horizontally. I mean vertically. I mean diagonally. Oh, so when I said from top to bottom, it would mean vertically. So we cut through the horizon line, and you had a top and you had a bottom, and we would hollow them out and then put brown sugar and butter in it and just bake it. Mm-hmm. And it's delicious. No, it's still not good. Oh God, it's good. I think I could probably argue that every vegetable could be a fruit by definition. Because what, what's yeah. the fruit of the Jalapenos plant. have seeds. Yeah. Is that a jalapeno a fruit? It's, I think it's where the fruit, where the seed is located. Is it a central well, I mean, like carrots seed? don't have seeds. Avocado, in by are. the way, okay. is a fruit. fruit. There you go. So You know, okay. you know. What about uh, corn? Are those just a bunch of little seeds on the outside? The that's not on the inside. Well, so neither is blackberry. Huh? Well, that's a berry. I think berries actually think fall. That, why isn't they called a cornberry? Hello, cornberry. Yes, little cornberry on the cob. (laughs) Would you like some cornberries? No. Um, Anyway, yeah, I don't know. I I think that if you could do this with a pumpkin beer, I mean, black uh, 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 brown sugar on a blackened uh, uh, acorn squash or something like that should not be that much different. You probably come up with another good beer from that. I think most beers don't actually use uh, pumpkin. No, like even like blueberry owls. You very know, little of some little blueberry extract adjunct. Yeah, I mean, some may, maybe from conception, but not anymore. To bring up the story that I mentioned earlier with this, the the gentleman who name will go unnoticed and brewery brewery will go unnoticed, but he spent all time laboring over those perfect pumpkins, and then the next year he just put in some spice like this, and it was better. So, quick fun fact about Blackstone, I, mm-hmm. I did see because you know they, most brewers will do brew tours; they do something a little unique. For one to ten people, you can spend three hundred dollars and get a brew tour by the brewer, by like the owner, 
And so it's more for like beer geeks and homebrewers who want really in-depth knowledge, you know, getting into the specifics of the alpha acids and all that kind of fun stuff. Drop the dime and go down there and find out if he uses real pumpkins. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's good. I, I like it. It's just, I, I just don't All right. Well, that's two pumpkins, one no pumpkin. We'll let you decide. Guys. Yeah, let us know. You guys have to check it out. Till next time, rock out with the hops out.